1: Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together, we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. Welcome to Kingdom Pursuits. So, how fun today! We have an amazing show lined up for you. Uh, First up, we have Frank. Banfield with us. He's with Kids Beach Club. And and Frank, didn't I meet you at the NRB last year? It seems like I've talked to you before.
0: We ran across each other at NRB a time or two. So yeah, it's great uh, great hearing your voice again and being on with you this morning.
1: And I love, love, love what you what you do. Actually, uh, it's interesting. I was talking about in a Christian Car Guy show how I interviewed this lady from the Ukraine this week who's been doing sort of a Kids Beach Club for those kids that have been through all the trauma of the war and what an impact that makes on lives, but, you know, our own kids have gone through a lot of trauma, and so how critical is it that we provide some way for them to experience Jesus, right?
0: Absolutely. I mean, our kids really have been hammered, you know, through COVID, and even before COVID. I mean, we, we turn on the television, we open you know our news feeds however we get that and we just see every single day our kids are being inundated and things are being thrown at them that you know Robbie kids you know it you know we're talking about elementary kids is what we focus on preteens they're being hit with things that they really should be being hit with at this age and they need they need hope they need a uh, understanding that there is purpose in life that God has created them special and wants to make them special and do something great with their lives and, yeah, today, our kids today here in the U.S., but all around the world, and, and kids' speech could really exist now to you know, help kids in, in, a, in the United States have a Jesus experience, but we want kids in Ukraine and kids all over the world to have a Jesus experience as well.
1: Yeah, I, I, I heard recently, actually, on the Truth Network <laughs> that the average 8-year-old little girl laughs 300 times a day hmm. if they're healthy. Hmm. And like man, I've slipped a long way. <laughs> I laugh right. a lot of times a day, but I don't think I get to three hundred. But but just think how COVID robbed all those little girls and all yeah. those little boys uh, of the joy of of just freedom of of not being you know you know that to have to do class online and all the insanity of what they've experienced. Um, it's just it. It makes things like this just that much more an experience for them to experience something that can bring that back.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, you think about childhood. I mean, think about your own childhood. You know, what was that like? Well, it's it's about playing on the playground. It's about connecting with friends. You know, it's about hanging out and experiencing things and and going places and you know, it's not about being stuck in a home in front of a, you know, computer monitor. You know, of course, when I was growing up, we didn't have, you know, computer monitors, you know, at that age. So it's very different. And the things that children typically would experience, I mean, they've they've lost a lot of that. And, you know, depending on what parts of the country you live in, some kids have been out of school longer, you know, and, and, than others in the public school system. So uh, it is a, it, it is a, a time where, Having hope and offering kids the opportunity to gather together in their schools, which is one of the things that we do. We do an after-school Bible club uh, in public schools all over the country that lets kids come together. It, you know, we, we had a parent tell us once, we did a study of our of our parents, of our kids, an after-school program, and we had a dad say that the hour each week that he spends at Kids Beach Club in his school is the most peaceful hour of his daughter's week. And I thought, man, you know, here's a nine-year-old and that, and she's got so much going on, but that is the most peaceful hour. And our kids, Robbie, today, they need peaceful hours.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. And, you know, that that's when you can get in the presence of the Lord, right? In his presence, his fullness of joy, right? At his right hand, or pleasure is forever. I mean, it's just clearly if we can get them there. But so how did, how did God put Kids Beach Club on your heart?
0: Yeah, well, uh, for for me, it was through a friend of mine. So uh, so Jack Terrell is the founder of Kids Beach Club, founder and president, and Jack and I uh, go to church together. And, and when I moved to the area we live in now, which is near the Dallas-Fort Worth airport, actually, and uh, started going to church with him, and, and we were in the same uh, small group or connections class, what we call it, together— and uh, just, you know, appreciated him and started hearing about this Kids Beach Club and what he was doing and had and been doing it for a number of years. Anyway, through a series of just kind of events, um, you know, I was asked to come over to Kids Beach Club initially in a consulting role um, to, to help the organization kind of move to the next level and, and kind of accelerate growth. And I got in, I started looking at it, and I said, man, this is really good. I and mean, they've got great systems, and the curriculum is amazing. And, you know, and it's like, but why aren't we growing? Why isn't the organization growing as much? So we, we saw some kind of some barriers and roadblocks, started to address those, and then the Lord uh, kind of led the, us to come together and, and for me to join um, the staff uh, So in 2019. So I came on in 2019 uh, as part of the team here. And I've just been really just excited to see God's hand. You know, uh, the old uh, Experiencing God principle, look where God is working and join him. Well, it was no brainer. God is working at Kids speech Club. And so it's been exciting for me to join and be joining what God is doing here.
1: So the main um, idea are these after school clubs, so to speak. uh Yes, uh-huh. And so how do those get organized? How does that happen?
0: So when the ministry was started, it was started by, I mentioned Jack Terrell, who was a children's pastor, he's been children's pastor in large churches, and he was challenged by his senior pastor. He said, you know, the senior pastor came and said, listen, you've got this amazing children's program, I mean, this children's church is rocking and rolling, and kids are coming, and people are getting, kids are getting saved, and families are being touched. And he just challenged him, what if you took this outside the walls of the church? What if you took this into the community? And so that Jack just took that challenge. He picked up that mantle, and and he piloted this concept that we now call Kids Beach Club. He piloted in public schools, and, and it was a huge hit. And family, you know, kids were coming to the club, and and schools love it uh, because we teach character. So every week in our after school clubs, just like we have a television show as well, which in both after school club and the TV show, they both teach character. They both focus on character. And so schools love it because these kids are learning character. And, and principals will tell us that kids that used to be in their office all the time with disciplinary problems, they started attending Kids Beach Club, and they're not in the office anymore because they've they learned how to get along with kids, and they've learned those character words like respect and love and kindness. And of course, you know, we're teaching about Jesus, and, and that, challenges, that challenges them and changes their life. And so people are surprised when we say, we actually have more schools that want kids' beach clubs in it than we have churches to partner with us to provide the volunteers uh, to go into those schools. We could be in far more schools today than we are if we just had more local churches that wanted to be involved and wanted to connect with their local communities through their public schools and wanted to provide volunteers.
1: Yeah, and so how, how many kids' beach clubs have you got at this point?
0: So we're, you know, we're coming back from COVID. So COVID, you know, like everything else, pretty much shut everything down. So, you know, pre-COVID we had over 10,000 kids each week uh, that were in our program uh, in about 13 different states. Right now we're about a third of that. So we're, you know, we're we're climbing back. Uh, it's been exciting though to see more clubs open up and more churches come back. Uh, we've we've had about 111,000 children who have been through the program over the 16 years that we've been doing this
1: wow that's that is amazing it it really really is and so do you um how many of them do you actually host yourself
0: so we like I said we partner with churches uh, all over the country and so all of these clubs they are kids beach clubs so we actually have the arrangements with the schools we actually leave space with them and and uh you know we conduct these clubs through these local churches
1: okay okay well when we come back we got a whole lot more on kids beach club we're supposed to have bill comb with us which is booked back to the garden he may be with us as well we're hoping we get him online and we need you so we got some riddles coming up and jokes we'll be right back with more you're listening to the truth network and truthnetwork.com Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And we're so blessed, really, to have with us today Frank Banfield with Kids Beach Club. And Bill Combs has joined us, which is wonderful, with his amazing book, Uh, Back to the Garden. It's sort of Hebrew pictographs that point to Jesus. So welcome, Bill.
2: Thank you for inviting me.
1: Oh yeah, I'm so excited to hear a, about your book and what you've got going yeah. on. Shabbat? Shabbat. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely is. It is very much that. Um Yes. And, and so from your standpoint as as you've studied I'm I'm guessing Genesis it, there's some amazing uh essentially symmetry or symbolism that that you share in your book, right?
2: Yes, um it's, it's, it's an amazing, you know, we go into um, Isaiah 53, and we can see a picture of Jesus. But the, even though Jesus said Moses wrote about him, which is the first five books of the Bible, there's no pictures there unless you look at the pictogram.
1: Right. Which the whole Hebrew language in its own way is a pictogram, right?
2: Yeah, well, the whole... The, they, they continued to use pictograms clear up until they were deported into Babylon in around 605 BC
1: And so you've taken certain books and you're looking at the original pictograms or are you looking at how you've translated them how do you do that?
2: Well it, it's really interesting because when they when they went to Babylon they because they were there 70 years they learned Aramaic. That's what Jesus spoke. in in Israel. So they just simply took the pictograms and did a one-to-one mapping to the Aramaic characters. That's what we see in the Hebrew today. Those are actually Aramaic characters. So the easiest way to come back to the pictograms is if you have a list of the pictograms, which are in my book, all you have to do is take an Aramaic character and convert it back to the pictograms, and you have the pictograms that were originally written,
1: Wow, that's beautiful. Amazing. So we have Bill, and he's got this book, Back to the Garden, as well as Frank Banville with Kids Beach Club. And unfortunately, I I cut Frank off when we got Bill on, but it's good to have you good back. And Frank, (laughs) I I understand you are a a Liberty alumni from my good friend and one of the Truth Network's regulars, um, Dr. Uh, Carson, who was one time the campus pastor there, right? Are you with me, Frank? We
0: knew him from Liberty and and uh, and have had opportunity to stay in touch with him over all these years. And my wife uh, worked under him when she was there uh, helping with some of the spiritual life. Uh, really? On the campus. So, yeah, love uh, love the Carsons. They're great folks and uh, doing a great work.
1: Yeah, that's, that's really what a neat connection. And there you are. And uh, I, I take it you're still in Dallas?
0: We are, yep. Right, Dallas-Fort Worth.
1: So we got Frank is in the central time zone and Bill is in the... Pacific time zone. Yeah, so you're up early <laughs> yeah. this morning, but you know, we gotta get to my riddles and uh, we've all I know our listeners have been waiting for me to get here, so I guess Rachel, speaking of garden now, the fun begins.
2: now it's time again.
1: All right, so here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd love to do this part of the show. You guys maybe have never heard it, but it's okay. We'll get to it. You got to you gotta enjoy some of my humor. It's my chance oh, here. Sure. So so speaking of garden, you know, someone added <clears throat> to my soil allotment this week, uh, Rachel. And you know what that led to? What? The plot thickened. <laughs> nice. a <laughs> garden plot. Yeah, so... <clears throat> My neighbor saw me kneeling down, busy in my garden, and asked me what I was doing. I was putting my plants in alphabetical order and said, really? I don't know how you find the time. And I said, well, it's right next to the sage. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Here's one for you, Frank, since this is a good one for kids' kids, uh, beach club. Why is the Incredible Hulk such a great gardener? You have to think about it. It might come to you. you got any ideas, Frank? Ah, oh, man. Pretty he's got this. Green? He's got this huge green thumb. It's oh, so. <laughs> very good. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and again, for you know, it is Halloween Eve. Eve. Just saying. Okay. It's the eve before Halloween Eve. Uh, what do you get if you divide the circumference of a pumpkin by its diameter? I bet you've heard that one. Come on now, Bill. Have you heard you it? Get,
2: yeah, you, you, you get a you get a pumpkin pie.
1: You are correct.
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you know, for those who are in the Garden of Eden, Eden. Have you ever wondered what the garden, the trees in the Garden of Eden drank? Have you ever wondered about that, uh, Bill? Got nope. any ideas what the trees, the Garden of Eden drank?
2: I know the river that they drank from,
1: but I don't know what they drank. Root beer. Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, if they were hanging out in the garden and they they had to cross between the four-leaf clover and the poison ivy after they've sinned, you know. You know what happened there, Rachel? I don't want to know. Ah, you don't. (laughs) A rash of of bad luck. (laughs) That's what happened. Anyway, you knew I'd eventually get to my riddle, and I'm here, and I've got another one of those riddles that may not be solvable, but I think it can be. But Let's see how you can think like Robbie this morning. So 866-348-7884, and tell us, why was Barnabas a cheerleading herb? Why was... (laughs) I do love this. Why was Barnabas a cheerleading herb? You know, you might think back to my whole gardening and time and sage anyway. Why was Barnabas a cheerleading herb? 866-348. And if you can guess that, Rachel, tell them what they'll win. They will win a fabulous prize from our Kingdom Pursuits prize vault. How amazing is that? How amazing is that? So all you got to do is call in and tell us. Why was Barnabas a cheerleading herb? 866-348-7884. And so the shenanigans are over. <laughs> we can get back to what we're talking about. Kids Beach Club. <clears throat> so here's a new topic for you, Frank. We got we could do the Hebrew pictograms, because even a child can make out a picture, right?
0: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> and and so as you think about those, Bill, can you think of a Hebrew pictogram that you would love to show some children that were in in uh, kids' beach clubs that would that would be just like oh this one's easy to see
2: oh they're all they're all agrarian symbols that these people had written clear back in Abraham Isaac and Jacob's day so they're all they're all very easily recognizable like like for instance the word for race the, the, the pictogram for race is a person's head for iron is a, a person's eye. Um hey is is a pictogram with a per, two, person with his, both his hands raised to heaven in praise and
1: awe.: Right. And, and the neat he's thing he's about he's that pictogram when I and the letter "Hey" um, in I'm, Hebrew has got to do with like, "Hey, how are you?"
2: Yeah, that's right <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> that's right.
1: And so you know, when you see this little guy holding up his hands, you're like, "Hey, and, and yeah. uh, in the South, we say that a lot, don't we, Frank?
0: <laughs> we say yep. well you know of course in texas we have our own unique uh, vocabulary so you know. <laughs> howdy partner <laughs> yep. Yep. yep, our favorite term here i'm not from texas originally but uh but our favorite term here is fixing you know everyone's fixing something fixing to do this fixing to go there everyone's fixing right. something
1: yeah we gotta we're, we're fixing to get some hebrew here uh. <laughs> so I, I love, love, love the the Kids Beach Club idea and the idea of, of because you know, it's interesting to me, Frank, that children can learn another language quicker than we can.
0: <laughs> yes, I know I sure can. I've I struggled, you know, as an adult, but yeah, it is. I mean kids kids get it. And you know, pictures I mean we always say pictures are worth a thousand words, right? So pictures you get it and it stays with you and, and that's I think part of why God has opened the doors for us on television, because we're able to take these, you know, concepts that we teach in schools and, and we're able to put a storyline and, and actually bring it to life, you know, on camera and, uh, and give kids an image of what character looks like lived out. You know, what does biblical character look like when you live it out as a preteen? So yeah, pictures are powerful.
1: Right. And they give us context to the story of what's going on. So, Bill, I'm very interested. How how did God come after you with this whole um pictogram? I mean, one day you came across some or what how did how did you discover this?
2: Well, actually, I've I've been married five years and and my wife and I were both widows and the Lord brought us together, which is an entirely different story. But she had she had been to a class and a man by the name of Dr. Frank Segans had a book called Hebrew Word Pictures, and it—he's it, spent his whole life studying this, and so uh, that's where I got in, introduced to it.
1: Yeah, and it's when you start to look at it, I—I've actually done what you've talked about with certain key passages, has gone back and taken the word pictures and and drawn it out um, to see. You know, one of the really really neat things. <clears throat> that I'm sure you're aware of. In Hebrew, the word salvation is Jesus, right?
2: It is Yeshua. Yeah, and, if, and not only that. If you look at the last verse of Psalm 91, right? It's actually it's actually salvation, but the last two pictograms are finished work.
1: Isn't that beautiful?
2: Yeshua's finished work is salvation. Hallelujah. Now, we missed that in the translation,
1: but it's there in the pictogram. I know it. I know it. And, and it's like in the 13th Psalm, in our hearts will rejoice in his Yeshua, right? The yeah, same idea right. is, is there when you see it in the pictograms. And when you see it like that, it just comes to life it um, sure does. at, at any yeah. age. So we'll be back with more with Frank and Bill. A book, back to the Garden is his book in Kids Beach Club with Frank. Listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. We're so blessed to have with us today Frank Banfield with Kids Beach Club. They're all across the country. You can find out. Well, we need to tell them how they can find out about that Frank where's your website how do people get up with Kids Beach Club?
0: Yeah, the best way is through kidsbeachclub.org, uh very simple, so kidsbeachclub.org and then uh, they can see our television show on local stations, uh, Christian stations all over the country so they can check their local listings for that.
1: So, again, bit kidsbeachclub.org but the, the whole you know idea of like you need to get your church. I mean, that's what you're looking for is churches to partner with you guys to bring this into local schools. Cause they can bring a club into any public school, right?
0: Uh, just about, uh, just about, there are some, you know, some stipulations, certain places and, and all that, but we know how to navigate all that. We've been doing that for years and we really value the partnerships we have with educators. And so we want to help educators succeed and we want to help these kids succeed. So, Again, we just need those right. churches. We need those churches that will come along and say, you know what? We want to be in our local communities. We want to be on those school campuses. We want to be salt and light to the next generation.
1: Right, and so how beautiful is that? And also with me today is Bill Combs. Bill Combs, his, his, his book. Bill Combs. Yeah, he's the author of Back to the Garden, right? Back to the Garden by Bill Combs. And it's Hebrew. Combs, pic- C-O-M-B-S. The just like brushes and comb. Okay, so the, 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 <laughs> it is Bill the Combs. Is on the end of it. That's what I had originally, but I I changed my own writing for some That's reason. Right. But Hebrew pictograms that point to Jesus, and if you love this stuff like I do, oh my goodness, what a beautiful way! It likes I I I like the way I heard a, a at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention last year. There was a rabbi. And he described it like this. He said, "It's like having the Bible come to you in um, HD, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in high definition. Like, well, oh yeah, it's a picture of, of things that even I can understand, you know. And so, but I don't, I don't want to forget that somebody might be out there just still riddling, you know, why was Barnabas a, a cheerleading herb?" Like, you got to think about that. And I know I don't want to stump everybody, but we would love for somebody to call at 866-348-7884 and tell us, why was Barnabas a cheerleading herb? And again, you got to think like, you know, a little punishing, a little dad joke humor will always go a long way with me. But anyway, um, getting back to uh, the garden, so to speak, uh, what are some of the other pictures that, that literally kind of just made the Bible come to life in HD for you, Bill?
2: Well, first of all, I want, there are some people out there that maybe have never heard of pictograms, okay? But we use them all the time. Uh, we use emojis, which are pictograms, They're wordless pictures that we use as to, to share on, on the Internet or on our phone our emotions. We also, wordless road signs, like the right and left uh, turn and a crosswalk signs, They don't have any words on them, but they tell us something that that doesn't make any difference whether we're in Germany, France, or America. They tell us something that we can understand because we recognize the the pictogram or or the the sign.
1: Yeah, and it's it's trans—because the idea is—the whole idea of the Bible was God is expressing himself, Right. That's and, right. and, and, it, and to be able to express himself in a language that you can understand, pictures do that beautifully, right?
2: Yeah, well, you can read through the first four chapters of Genesis in 20 minutes. But just going through the pictograms, that book that you have in your hand is 544 pages, and it took me 20 months asking the Holy Spirit every morning what those pictograms meant, because he is there right now. You asked about other words. Okay, now let's look at the word that John uses in the beginning was the word. And where did he get that? And the word was with God, and what God was, the word was? That word, first time it's used, is in Genesis 15, verse 1. The word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. That word is gallet, which is a door, plus bar, which is an adult son. So all revelation from the Father, from God, comes through the door of his Son.
1: Beautiful, isn't it?
2: Mm.
1: Absolutely. And then Genesis
2: 128 says, God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply, right? What is the word blessed? It's barak, bar, which is adult son, plus kap, which is in the shape of your open hand. If I put my open hand over your head, your head conforms, to the shape of my open hand. So what is the blessing? It's adult son conformed. And Paul said to those whom he foreknew, he predestined them to conform to the image of his son.
1: Right. Isn't that cool? Now what
2: about what about what about the word covenant? This is a this is the one that just blew me away, okay? It's barit, which is bar, adult son, and then the pictogram for work, which is an arm that's 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 over like he's flexing his muscle, and then tab, which is a cross. So the covenant is made possible, by what the son, adult son, worked or accomplished on the cross.
1: That's beautiful. Yeah, and it completely is, right? Yeah. And and in so many different ways. And 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 so when you think about it, well, you know, Frank's ministry is Kids Beach Club, right? Yes. And the reason I'm guessing that Jack designed that, was because when you hear kids' kids beach club, you picture something in your mind, don't you? That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's what you want them to do, Frank. Right? Is is picture, you know, all the joy that comes with the beach.
0: Exactly. You know, and we've I've had people ask me, well, how come you know you, you've had kids beach clubs in North Dakota? I mean, that's about as far as you can get from a beach. <laughs> you know, why do you call it kids beach club? But it's just that. It's like you know, kids love the beach. And and it, it brings that picture to their mind of you know the fun and the sand and the waves and building sand castles and getting together family and getting together friends and and it's a you know it's a fun place and then we throw the word club in there well that's a place we come together you know we get to hang out I mean we we think about clubhouses and and, and meaning and purpose and hanging out with our friends so yeah it gives this great picture. Of kids coming together in a fun place, and that's the thing with our clubs and our television show—they're fun. I mean, they are. You know, this isn't just kids getting together and and, and just being rote memorization and and just boring. I mean, they're playing games and they're you know they're learning, but man, they're having fun because that's the picture that we want them to see. We want them to get because that's the reality behind the picture. You know, the kids are having fun and it is a great place. That they can hang out and and be with others and yet get something that's going to be a value to their both now and their future.
1: Yeah, plus they can sell it to their friends, right? Exactly. Oh, come with me to the kids' beach club, man! And immediately, you know, it, it it's easier to sell to the you know the, to the staff. It's you know it's a great picture that that just says so much in, in its own way. That expresses a lot of things that would take tons of words. It's just like you explained, Bill, that, like, oh my goodness, how many words did you say? How many pages did it take? To, do you
2: know it's 544 pages of pictures, pictograms for the first four chapters of Genesis. It took me 20 months to write that every morning, spending time with the Holy Spirit. Now, I want to tell you, I have a doctorate and a master's degree from Fuller Seminary, but I can't read the Hebrew script without help, without an interlinear Bible. And you didn't either when you when you went to those went to those uh, Psalms to look at those words. Right. You see, no. You don't you don't have you don't have to learn Hebrew as a language, especially as an adult, this is really hard. You don't have to learn Hebrew in order to really dig into actually the underlying meaning of the Hebrew word that we see in the scriptures.
1: And the beauty of it is is they don't know how to say it either, right? My understanding is since Babylon, they don't even know how to, that they don't necessarily know how to pronounce it. And all no, their no. all their um, vowels have been written in after the fact. Like they don't even know where those go. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we might've been pronouncing it right, even though we didn't. You know, the Jews would think, well, they got it all wrong. But anyway, it's, it's a beautiful thing to understand. I love that you just said that. So we'll be back with a little bit more from Bill and Frank, Kids Beach Club, and Back to the Garden by Bill Combs. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And what poster children we have for that today is we have Frank Banville with Kids Beach Club. They're they're Bible studies that go on in schools all around the world, actually. And you can get in on that by going to kidsbeachclub.org, your church. They would love to partner with your church to bring that to your children's school you know, you talk to your pastor, talk to your Sunday school teacher, whoever you think, and, and begin to look at that kidsbeachclub.org as well as Bill Comb. He's the author combs, plural, Bill Combs, he's the author of Back to the Garden, right? It's Hebrew pictograms that point to Jesus, and you can find that book all over the place, right, Bill?
2: Yes, that's right.
1: So whether you go to Amazon or whichever your favorite book site may be, it's called Back to the Garden by Bill Combs. And so, by wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, so speaking of garden, I'm guessing at this point in time, Rachel, we have stumped the panel. I can't believe this another week that I have stumped you. But anyway, I'm going to give everybody that, th- you know, Rachel or Bill or Frank, you got any ideas why was Barnabas a cheerleading herb? You got no, any ideas?
0: I, I'm, I'm still stuck on the, uh, you know, the Hulk. So I'm Okay. Uh, Rachel got an idea?
1: <laughs> I've got nothing over here. Okay. He was an encouragement. There you go. I hear all the groans across the network. I love it. (laughs) There you go. Barnabas, the encouragement. But getting back to our picture, and I'm sure that paints a picture for you. Um, uh, We only have a short time in this segment, Frank, but what do you want to make sure you got said about Kids Beach Club? We didn't get said yet today.
0: Well, uh, you know, again, I think we've covered a lot of it, but the importance, I think, for parents to to really be engaged with their kids, I think we're seeing more of that, you know, in our society today. But we have to realize that this, the preteen years, which is what we're focused on, that is when a child, that's when a person's worldview is established. And so they're going to carry, according to Barnard, they're going to carry that worldview through the rest of their lives. And and that's why it's so critically important that we reach kids at the preteen years, introduce them to Jesus, teach them character, uh, so that we give them the foundation that they need to build everything else on the rest of their lives.
1: Yeah, and we can be praying even if, you know, you, you don't know how to connect. You can certainly connect through prayer for Kids Beach Club. What a wonderful, wonderful ministry. And same question to you, Bill. What was something you wanted to get said today in the interview that you didn't get a chance to share on on your book?
2: Well, if you re- if you read through the last chapter, which is the epilogue, I bring in the fact that there are sincere Jews there are sincere Jews out there who are believers in Yeshua HaMashiach, who want to find Jesus in the Torah, okay? And, and, they, and they want to be able to preach their testament to other Jews. And what Paul says is that when when the Jews are plugged in as as native branches to the vine, we will see nothing less than life from the death. We'll see this last awesome uh, awakening that comes just before Jesus comes. And I'm I'm just grateful that the Lord has led me to to to, to produce a book that may be a very small addition uh, or a part of that. Con- that realization for uh, my dear Jewish friends that Jesus is in the Torah and Jesus was right when he said Moses wrote about And so I am looking forward with great anticipation to seeing people like Sid Roth who is rising up and and Jonathan Kahn and and Rabbi uh, Sobel. They're just knocking them dead right now.
1: (laughs) It's beautiful, isn't it? Right, that, that that there's all sorts of, like the Bible in high definition, in so many different ways. Things are being, you know, that through the technology of what we have today, and through the studies of people like you, uh, Bill, it's amazing um, what's available. That you know, you wouldn't have been able to look up all that half of what you can look up in seconds, uh-huh. you know, just twenty years no. ago.
2: No, and you know, this is great for for pastors and teachers. If they, if they learn how, like you have done, learn how to go into the Hebrew text and pull out this extra information, it just makes a sermon and a, and a study come alive, as you found
1: out. Oh, it's 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 it brings such joy, or God brings it, you know? Because like you said, yeah. the Holy Spirit is in this, and he will That's show right. you through those pictures like, oh, my goodness. Look, and it is so clear because... I heard it said somebody say the other day if we could really be in touch with the Holy Spirit, you would be hearing Him going, "There's God, there He is. Oh, look over there, there He is. You know, every (laughs) place He looked, there. Oh, well, look at that, you know. And if we could hone into that, you you can't miss Him, can you?
2: No, you can't. And you know what? I'm surprised at how many places because you see, see, Moses and Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and David were all shepherds. I'm absolutely surprised at how many. There's a picture of a sheepfold protecting us, and so that we're safe and we can sleep and rest. I'm surprised at how many times, for instance, the word for mercy and grace have that picture in it.
1: Oh, yes, it does. That has it in that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, Bill, so much for what you're doing. Again, his book is Back to the Garden, and Frank is with the Kids Beach Club, kidsbeachclub.org.org. Go there for more information on that. And we're just so grateful, I am, for you listening today. And you know, you got so much more truth coming at you because you got encouraging prayer with James Banks. Oh, as he got a story for you about sort of an Indian giver. You'll understand that if you keep listening. (laughs) And then you got Managed and Journey starts here now at 12 o'clock followed by Nikita Koloff. It's time to man up so much truth coming at you on the Truth Network. Thanks, guys. This is the Truth Network.